Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, 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 and welcome to the new normal, the Guilty Feminist Instagram live show where we talk about life and feminism in lockdown. Today, my guest is the incredible Lucy Moss, the creator of Six the Musical, uh, an incredible musical about the six wives of Henry VIII and uh, their POV on that story. If you didn't see it uh, when we were allowed out of the house, it was quite a rock uh, concert of a musical. And it was full of screaming uh, fans, uh, predominantly women, uh, all women on stage. Uh, just really, truly terrific. Uh, so I am going to uh, get Lucy here right now in uh, a four, a three, a two, a one. And here she is. It's Lucy Moss. Hey. Oh my gosh, hi. Yes. How's it going? Hi. My first question to you, Lucy Moss, creator of Six the Musical, is how the hell are you? I am fine. Fine. That's not like great. Just sounds like fine. It's like I'm like fine with a question mark. You fine. Know? Question. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's a. That's a. That's pretty good in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. I, yeah. I think it's pretty good. I think I'm fine. What? What? In what ways may you not be fine? If that's not prurient, are you feeling a bit fragile, a bit wobbly? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like I'll be just like watching sex in the city and then suddenly like crying hysterically but then most of the time i'm feeling kind of like weirdly like a little bit productive in a way that's i'm not used to so it's yeah. a sort of strange sort of a, a combination between like horror and also like a little bit of like creativity i don't know yeah horror and creativity is how i'm doing <laughs> um, people, some people have already said nice things about six so uh, legendary musical a story format of our time uh, if you just in case you need some applause, you're missing applause. Uh, somebody else said love six, the musical, uh, something, something. I can't see it now. Um, uh, but yeah, people are, people are, someone says Lucy is hot. Now, <gasps> come on now. Oh my God. Um, no, I love it. She loves I it. I, it. She, I'm a feminist, but I love it. When someone I'm, comes on and says, I mean, it's, 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 I've had worse trolling. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a new six fan and I want to say thanks for creating something so amazing. Eyewear Aww. game is strong. That's for me. That's that's for me. Love your new glasses. They're Trelise Cooper. They're always Trelise Cooper. It's always that. Fine equals fucked, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Thank you. Thank you, another Lucy. Yeah. Um, True. Six is iconic, people are saying. Some people are just very excited to have you here. Um, 
so yeah i mean i i i didn't cope well at all week one and then i went into mega coping mm. and then i was like almost superhuman for a while and i this week i've hit a i've hit lockdown wall and i feel tired and i'm like going into week going into month three with no end in sight i'm like <sighs> yeah no I'm, i feel I'm, you I, 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 I'm trapped somewhere between Lockholm syndrome, which is my name for <laughs> never wanting to leave the house again. Why would we? This is a nest. It's fine in here. It's like, I like it in here. I don't have to live at a hundred miles an hour. And going, if I could right now go to a dark bar and get a cold drink and make eye contact with literally anyone who isn't my husband or my cats, even I'd, I would go for dinner with a men's rights activist right now. I'm a feminist, but I would go for dinner with a men's rights activist just, just to talk to a new person. Yeah. No, I think I'm probably, yeah, I think I'm probably the same. I, I, could, I would go to the pub with just about anybody right now. I mean, it's a shame we can't go to the pub together. People yeah. are saying here, Six is my favourite musical. And Lucy, Aww. we love you. Oh, um, thanks, guys. Uh, someone called it a leak saying, I miss the world it used to be. It will be back. It will be back. Um, but with Toby more hand and washing. Lucy, what's your favourite number of goose? Mine is red. I don't know who Toby is. Toby uh, yeah, so... is the co-writer of Six. Oh, I'm so sorry. Toby I'm not Toby. So not sorry. Toby. I don't. I'm so sorry. I did not realise that. And uh, I was thinking, do you think my name is Toby? <laughs> you both have quite good like eyewear game. So I feel like there's definitely a comparison to be had there. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Sorry, mm. I assumed the eyewear was for me, but it was probably a joint. Yours are so thin framed that yeah, I they didn't... have a little purple going on, a little purple nice. glinty thing. You can see yourself. Nice. Oh, Toby was in the chat. I'm sorry, Toby. Don't leave. Don't leave. I feel we should invite you in, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to invite a second person in. Yeah, I I don't know anything about Instagram. I don't. I don't know. Um. So tell me. Um. You're coping okay, um, yeah. but you're having wobbly moments. Um, are you, is there anything you do to keep your emotional and mental equilibrium during this time? Is there anything you, you go to? Have you, do you have any new hobbies or new ways of coping that you didn't have from the before times or, or um, old trustees that you still use? Yeah, the old trustees are like eating a lot of sweeties. I've really been like expanding my palate of the kind of sweeties that I eat. Um, so I've got particularly into, you know, those little like strawberry pencils with the white stuff in the middle. They're all like cut up mm. in a bag. Love those. Although I do miss pick and mix. Obviously we can't do that at the moment. That's no. I, will we ever pick and mix again? No, that's the true, we'll that's the true tragedy of coronavirus really. I, feel. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever pick and mix again because more viruses might spring up. And do you really want to be touching sweets other people have touched? Maybe they'll be kind of like little, like, I mean, they already have little scoopy things, but that's not going to, that's not going to. What if someone sneezes on it? Yeah. Maybe adults only pick a mix. <laughs> I don't trust adults any more than I trust yeah, children. No, that's true. That's very all, true. Can I tell you something? This, this is insight straight from the Guilty Feminist. All adults were once children. Wow. Think about it. <laughs> um, so sweets, Sweet. expanding your sweet palette. Expanding my sweet palette and also drinking copiously. But then at the same time, like I've been doing more exercise. So I'm kind of just like mm -hmm. extremifying both sides of the, the kind of like extreme unhealth and extreme health. 
Well, you're, you're getting you're you're sort of doing you're getting fitter and also intaking more sugar at the same time. I mean, I don't know that they're even opposite forces. They're just both things. Yeah, that's they're true. Both, they're both things. And actually, we so demonise food. We you know uh, we make foods into medicines or poisons, and actually, they're neither. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, uh, and what sweets do for your mental health might be worth a little bit of extra sugar in your body yeah totally they probably do more than doing like a hundred squats it's probably worse in many ways i think they're separate things i think your fitness and your sugar blood sugar levels and your glucose intake and outtake are totally separate things i mean not that they're not both connected but to health but i don't think they're they're not opposing forces i don't think i love that they're just part of the spectrum of my life at the moment they're just so things. yeah they're just things yeah. without judgment speaking of which do you have any new i'm a feminist bots because of lockdown yeah like i'm a feminist but 99% of the songs that we've been writing during this lockdown have been about feeling sad that people don't fancy you and I'm, i just don't I, I don't know what to say other than sometimes i'm sad that people don't fancy me I, I can only imagine the scroll of comments that's going to come now. Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop everyone. Oh my God, no. I mean, if that, that, <laughs> that's the greatest fishing trip of all I'm a feminist parts that I've ever Guys, no one fancies me. Please tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's like Britney Spears saying, I just, I just written a song about why people don't fancy me. Um, I, can I ask what you've been writing in lockdown? Are you writing with Toby? Are you in the same room or do you write on zoom we're not in the same room and we write on facetime um and actually i thought it was gonna be a disaster so we write we write together the whole time we're like a little jerk mm-hmm. um and i thought it was going to be a complete nightmare and we were like should we go and like isolate together and blah 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 but Toby actually, says i fancy you as a friend and collaborator oh thanks oh, that's the as a friend that's too. the less the, the least sexy kind of fancying in the world toby mm-hmm. yeah nobody wants to be fancied as a friend i mean we do i do i kind of fancy my friends i fancy some of my friends yeah. just in a kind of like a little a flirty spark it's nice to have a flirty spark in a friendship absolutely yeah, oh. we are, but I have to say, me and Toby absolutely don't have a flirty spark. There is, it's more like a sibling spark. Mm. Toby, yeah. work on flirty spark, please, Toby. <laughs> please you missed the turn off. Toby, <laughs> Toby, she's asking you not to, and then can you please stop? Yeah, can you actually not? It's a bit Hashtag harsh. consent. Yeah, please. Um, yeah, so we've been writing over FaceTime, and um, it's been pretty, it's been, pr- it's working much better than I thought, because also, like, the thing of, like, you, you know when you're like writing with someone and like there gets to a point where at some point if particularly as a duo one of you has to like put ideas out there and the other person has to be like that's not a very good idea but I can't tell you why but I, you know yeah there has sometimes there are points we have to be like that's not that's not good and I can't somebody's and I, saying misdiagnosed is saying this is a critical point I need to know how to tell someone their work or ideas are not good help so oh. so how do you communicate them is it just that you know each other really well and you can go it, you know yeah it is. And, and, you know, and, but even then, like sometimes like you usually have to have a really good reason and be, have a really like constructive approach and sort of be able to like pull the things out that are good out of it. But sometimes if it's like the, the, it, there is that moment where it just like is awkward and you have to like have a moment where you're a bit cross with each other. But on FaceTime, you can be like, look, let's just hang up for a minute. Let's go and do a thing and like come back or like mute each other to like try stuff out. Whereas in person, you have to like stare at each other in a room and then you have to like, argue for a while and then you have to like resolve your argument you have to like work on it like a marriage whereas with facetime you just hang up 
come back wow. to it in a bit and then you can kind of like both because the thing is is that we like if I'm like this is a bad idea and vice versa the person like Toby knows that it's not that I think he's stupid and like and terrible no, but, you wouldn't uh, work and, with him if you thought that right and you wouldn't then, have a hit musical at, the, at your incredibly tender young <laughs> ages sure but I think yeah so I think like but even in that moment you are just like livid with the other person and you're just like they think I'm stupid they think I'm worthless I should quit and but you know become yeah. something else um and yeah so 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 it's actually there is no good way and you just have to like trust that you're gonna like work through it and what we what we tend to do is if we have an argument we like we like label it so we like um so like we had what was it called in a Pret-a-Manger once we had the Battle of Cranbourne where I like stormed out of the Pret-a-Manger and threw my yogurt away um, because it was on the Cranbourne Street and then we had the Treaty of Waldorf because we went to the Waldorf Hotel for a coffee to talk about our problems. So we kind of like named them in a little quaint way to make them kind of like fun. That's (laughs) great. That's incredible. You are so charming. Um, I, I, I love your duo and I feel like I've had similar things with, I had a writing partner called um, Philippa Waller, who we wrote together for years. And we used to have like little shorthands where we'd say, um, if, if one of us thought the other one had written something a bit on the nose, the shorthand was lead gloves. Or um, when I read that, it's a bit lead and gloven, like you had the lead gloves on. And because it was a joke, it was, it, we could laugh at it somehow. If one of us said, mm, a bit lead and gloven. Um, and and the other thing we had was one of us would pitch something in excitement. The other one would say, would say I was just about to say that. And then the other one would go, we can't prove it. <laughs> I had that thought before and I didn't pitch it. You can't prove it. To this day, Philippa and I will say to each other, you can't prove it. And I have taken that into other writers' rooms and relationships. Wherever I go, I take, you can't prove it. I, I was thinking that. Mm, can you prove it though? Can you prove it? <laughs> Or are you just cutting onto my idea? So I think those shorthands and that thing like the Battle of Cranbourne or the Treaty of Waldorf, it's, it makes it fun. And it actually, it, it offers an understanding that in any creative partnership worth having, people will fight for what they think is right. And they won't just go, out of politeness, I'll let you put a song that I think is going to kill the show right at the end. Because you care too much about your project. Totally. Yeah. Like the most dangerous thing you can do when someone suggests an idea is be like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's try it. Cause it just immediately, like, obviously you think it's terrible, but you're not saying it. And then it's just like awkward for hours. So yeah, no, you're so right. Making it whimsical and fun and having that shorthand is so important. And I learned doing improvisation by just asking people, most people would rather have, would rather hear, I don't know. I don't think that's right. Then yeah i mean okay 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 Mm because it's actually sort of a little bit insulting that you don't i don't think you can take hearing yeah i think it's basically this is what it is i think that's probably the best you can do so okay as opposed to maddeningly superior yeah as opposed to you're better you're better than that idea Mm -hmm. yeah totally you know we're better than that idea and and or or but of course it's very you know all 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 double acts are very passionate and sometimes get fiery and the trick is to be able to work through and find your good processes for having those arguments and those discussions what are you and toby working on at the moment is it okay to ask yeah um so we have um a number of little like projects here and there we're writing I think it's a bit, there's some secret things that I'm not allowed to say, um, but like sort of like one-off songs for um, different kind of like film and TV projects. And then me and Tobes have, are writing a show uh, called Why Am I So Single? 
Um, nice. And uh, we are, a lot of the stuff I've been doing actually is kind of working on a few little um, kind of like lockdown themed projects. Like one of them, um, this amazing choreographer called Drew McConey did a little like on online micro musical festival. We wrote a song for that, which then um, a choreographer Sam Salter like choreographed a dance to and people could kind of learn it and do a tutorial and that was super fun and it felt really nice to kind of like write something that could hopefully be in some way helpful to to the situation because yeah. I feel pretty useless being like not not a key worker you know sitting at home being like what can I do that's not completely self-serving so yeah so we've, and we've been doing a few other little kind of like lockdowny themed things we might make a little mixtape of quarantine themed pop songs I don't know I don't know <gasps> Please do that. Please do that. Uh, someone's saying six in lockdown, how the queens would act in lockdown. I mean, some of them were in lockdown for periods, weren't they? They were sort of banished to towers and... Uh, oh, yeah. Catherine yeah. Aragon was in lockdown in prison for, for many years mm -hmm. of her life. Probably more than she was married to Henry VIII. I don't know. I, and when I women were pregnant, then they had to have a confinement. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. For the last three months. Mm -hmm. Just chilling in a like, boiling hot room. Chilling in a boiling hot room. That is a yeah. great number. Mm -hmm. that's going to be that, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. You, you, you cannot, you literally cannot open your mouth without an incredible turn of phrase coming <laughs> Chilling in a boiling hot room. We would like to hear that song by this time next week, please. Please. With Beyonce singing it. I mean, anything can happen in lockdown. She's not got a lot going on either. No one has. I'll just give her a ring after this, don't worry. I'll WhatsApp <laughs> her for you. Yeah, thanks. If you could. I think it's yeah, intrusive yeah, yeah. to call people when they have children. Um, yeah, I mean, she doesn't mind that awesome. much with me, but... Um, Does she but, not? Yeah. No, 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 no. She, she actually has never picked up, so... <laughs> so it's never been an issue. <laughs> Imagine if you had her number, but she just never picked up. She gave you her number at drunk at the BAFTAs or something. Um, she fake-numbered me. Imagine yeah. if Beyonce fake-numbered me. Actually, that would be quite... That's almost better than her giving you your real, the real number. It's quite a glamorous... Almost, but very much not. Oh, um, no, yeah, you're right. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the magical success of Six? Because it seems to be like on tour and in the West End and like there seems to be any number of versions of Six out there. And it feels like you've done this incredible thing of creating a musical uh, that as long as you have six preternaturally talented women, you can put it on anywhere. Yeah, kind of. That was sort of the idea. I mean, what we wrote... So we, Toby and I wrote the show when we were in our last year of university and we wrote it for a bunch of our amazing, um, like talented performer friends. And like the, the kind of premise of it was like, I, I kind of like been to musical theatre school before I went to uni and Toby had like been in the musical theatre society and we'd been like, wouldn't it be great if there was like a musical that actually had funny parts for women and just like had like female identifying people just being hilarious and like showcasing their talents. And we were like, we have all these friends who can do that and they never get any good parts because all the parts are given to like mediocre boys. So why don't we just like write something and then all our friends can be in it. So like the premise of it was literally like a room in the Edinburgh Fringe, like it was a hotel conference center. There were like two lights and the costume budget was like, you know, like 50 quid for the whole lot or something. So it was, it was really like written just for our friends to be like amazing and hilarious. And so I guess from that, as you say, like, yeah, it, 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 it oh. does mean that like the, the, the like six so long as you have like six incredible performers and actually now 10 because we have a four-piece band as well so long as you have like 10 amazing you know identifying people on stage it it pretty much kind of like fits um and it seems to like resonate wherever we have taken it which has been really nice it's not been like a thing we have to like change it for each different like no and and then what's great about it is that 
I presume is the budget is is the budget it makes it it's a workable show that you can pick up and put down and and it's such a rock concert of a show it feels like such an incredible night out like I've came away feeling like I'd been to a sort of like the sort of hype that a Spice Girls concert would have would have uh, would have sparked it felt like we felt really on a high when we came out and I loved the fact there was no interval it was in out yeah. get the big I can't high. concentrate for longer than an hour and 15 minutes anyway so I don't feel like we can I'm ever sure that no not it's true. definitely not no it was definitely true like about I like the, the length of an episode of Gilmore Girls is about my attention span so um somebody is animating six and they've been spending all their time in lockdown and they would like you to see them um can you look at the animation of your of, of six please they're asking uh sure I, I don't know how to do that. I don't, my comments aren't really working right now. But um, Oh, okay. Well, look, um, why don't you send them to us and we'll forge them on. Send them to at the Guilty Feminist and we can forge them on to Lucy. Yeah. Wait, they've been yes. animating it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like they've been doing. Mean? They've been doing an animated movie of six. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I want to see that. Um, like a like I guess like fan art, but like a fan Disney film, yeah, which is wow. you know above and beyond, yeah, absolutely above and beyond. Um, so did you when you, you took it to the Edinburgh Festival, but you don't expect that to go into the West End? No, like we 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 took it to the Fringe in 2017, and it was like students, you know, all of us doing it for fun, doing it for free, just like. Were you, you in know, it? Oh my god, no! I choreographed it hilariously, so they were all doing my terrible dance moves. I honestly can only apologise for that to them. Um, I don't choreograph it anymore. But um, but yeah, no, I wasn't sure in it. it was but... Great, but it's really good when I saw it. Really, really good. <laughs> yeah, no, now it's really good. Um, but yeah, like, uh, we, yeah, we, obviously we had like no intention of. I think at one point when we were writing it, Toby and I were like, imagine if like a London theatre like came to see it and like then we got to like do it for a week like in London like in like a above a pub theatre like wouldn't that be like and then we were like oh my god no we can't possibly think like that no 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 that's never gonna happen like don't even think about, about that they're like sort of like scolding ourselves for being too like I don't know like dreamy and starry-eyed and then yeah just people started coming and producers and scary people being like you want what's tell sell the rights have the rights give us the rights we're gonna change it we're gonna make it two act musical we're gonna do this we're gonna do that you know all this kind of stuff um and but yeah and then so we ended up doing it do it uh going with the producers who were most like oh, i think you guys know what you're doing and yeah and then we ended wow. up wow and then it's Pretty yeah well. but it was like in it was at the art theater and before lockdown it was like they were saying well it's just going to run forever like they were like it's running right into next year and they like it seemed to be like well this is the resident show at the arts theater now which is kind of unheard of yeah i mean um, they were like it's gonna run forever and then coronavirus is like oh, i guess again um yeah, but, yeah i mean this is the thing is you think it's a dead cert but of course yeah. nothing's a dead cert in life toby very loyally is saying by the way lucy's choreography was ridiculously good just for your <laughs> now it's worldwide and even on cruise ships so are you are you can are you now in a in a crib if it's on cruise ships and worldwide I, do you just sit down every day and wait for the wait for the six money to roll in and that, and uh, and that must be that must be brilliant to have created something that you can 
have mounted in so many different parts of the world. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, until coronavirus, that was excellent. But yeah, no, it, it, is, it is like changed my, my life. And like, yeah, I mean, it means I mean, that, that is it gives the dream, us... isn't it? You write something in your last year at uni, you take it to Edinburgh, and then you're an international hit. You're the new yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda overnight. <laughs> that's the actual dream that's happened to you. And yeah, is everyone now really chasing is. you for what your ne next thing is? Is everyone like, yeah, write, and us, we've some, been like, write us another hit, Lucy and Toby? Yeah, that's and we've been like, they talk, thoroughly, yeah, they're like, well, you're going to be huge in this city. Write us another. Yeah, no, it's got to have a tune you can hunt. No, we 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 have been failing miserably for the last two and a half years to write anything. Like we had we had this project we were writing, and we spent four months from about like August to December sitting in a room together for like six days a week trying to write this like book musical, and just like at the end of it, we had written precisely nothing we had like hundreds of pages of like plot and story and like we'd written some, we'd written like a few versions of songs that were like complete completely tragic and we were like maybe we are never gonna write anything good again no but you will it's just difficult second album syndrome it really is it's so what i kind of my, my, my sort of plan is for us to like try and write like a bunch of different things at the same time so there's like not one second album there's just all like they can all be like mediocre, you know? So it's like, if there's like four mediocre things. No, because you like... just take the pressure off all of them to be great. Yeah. Um, I, when I'm teaching improvisation, we have a game called, that I invented called Go Through an Unusual Door. And it's so, you know, you could, that it could have lots of locks on it, or it could have a huge handle, or it could be very old and creaky. And I see students who are beginner improvisers being paralyzed with fear because the last door, the last student did an amazing door. What's my door going to be? And I say, no, 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 you're not going to open one. You're going to open, you're just going to keep opening unusual doors until I say go through that door. Because, and then they're free. If they can open seven unusual doors really, really quickly. And uh, because no, none of these doors have to be good. Mm -hmm. They just have to be our door. And then when I see one that inspires me, or I think, you know, they're free now. I just say, go through that door arbitrarily. And then they're freed up because doing four things when none of them have to be the one is so much easier than doing one amazing thing. Right. Um, so a lot of it is just taking the pressure off yourself. Um, mm -hmm. But also you've achieved so much by, uh, is it okay to ask how old you are? Yes, I'm 26. I mean, I don't want to hear about Oh, oh, really? You haven't written two hit musicals and you're 26? Please. See, I actually, uh, when I was 25, I was feeling pretty, pretty smug about it all. And then I turned 26 and I suddenly was like, was like, no, I'm a was loser. Like, I'm a about it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> genuinely. Uh, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all gone to shit. Uh, is, is Toby um, also 26? He's 25. He's 25? Toby? Yeah. Age up, age up, will you? Come on, yeah, grow up, Toby. Toby, we, I don't, I don't want people being, yeah, you know, having West End musicals when they're twenty-five. At least have the decency to turn twenty-six while in lockdown. Yeah, exactly, or to be like older than me, so I get to feel like the spring chicken, you know. Indeed, indeed, indeed. <laughs>
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, so tell me, do you have any um, coping mechanisms to keep? Oh, you've told me about that. Sorry, I've I'm, I've just realised I've I've gone back a question. What I meant to say, what I, what I think my friend was trying to say is, have you had any low moments you're happy to talk to us about while in uh, lockdown? Because everyone live streams their best moments. Of course, we mm. do with human beings, and you don't want to be Instagram instagram live you know on instagram live when you're crying under the duvet but have you had any low moments where you've gone how has this happened you know i i managed to make you know really gen very young millennials and um and gen zeds are having a tricky old time because there's the environment there's the economy and now this have you had any low moments where you've thought this really isn't fair that i've managed to somehow break through and now you know, Sondheim never had to put up with a global pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're so right about Instagram being a place of putting a best foot forward. There's, I mean, there's been plenty, there's been a lot of moments that are like, have been actually really bad that I probably don't want to, I don't want to drag us down into. But one that I will, which I do remember just because it was a kind of like weird, like, I guess sign of like, over the times so were also kind of like where I'm at in my life is that I had like a I was having a bad day just like feeling like lonely and stressed and like worried about the future and everything and so I sort of was like so I was in my house and I like was like oh I'm just gonna like go and like open my room and I went to call my mom like expecting to be like oh mom like, my life's so difficult I'm feeling really hard and like, like so and to like completely like throw all of my like emotional like <laughs> baggage onto her without being like she's my mom she just deal with it and I like speak to her like get pick up the phone I'm like how you I'm like hey mom like how you doing and she's like yeah like I'm okay and I'm like oh yeah well I'm not great and she's like well you know like I've actually been thinking and then like has this full on emotional breakdown and I'm like almost angry with my mum for being like really upset and me having to suddenly like look after her emotional baggage and me being like mum this is and that was my moment I was like this is not fair I'm the child I'm supposed to be crying to you down the phone and then I was like this is terrible and she was like just like worried about actual things I was like I'm worried that my play is not gonna come back you know and she was being like uh, she was being like i'm worried about my mother who's in a care home and i was like that's probably a more fair enough thing yeah it's so interesting there always comes a point when your parent becomes the child and yeah. you're like oh you're a human being with emotions and worries and concern and have been all along and have been sort of hiding a lot of that from me yeah. um and yeah and that moment where exactly you've rung up for comfort and solace and then they're like 
I haven't got that to give you because I'm in this space. So yeah, yeah that that is a real moment. That's a real growing oh, up moment. Right. I was like, how um, selfish of you, mum. No, I'm kidding. Indeed. <laughs> so it was like it was a yeah. I, I really felt like this this has this period has been that kind of like I felt very like tangibly that like shift and kind of like because also in terms of like being informed, I feel like you know I'm like my mum doesn't have social media. She doesn't like look at the BBC News app all the time. I feel like probably more in touch and more informed than she is in lots of ways, mm-hmm. which is like. You know, I kind of feel like the grown up about it in, in lots of ways, which is kind of strange. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's a uh, there are so many ways now in which young people have to parent their parents with technology and uh, media access and that kind of thing. Um, uh, somebody's asking if you are if you're quarantining with flatmates or friends. Yeah, I I live in a kind of like warehouse community, so there's nine of us mm. in a big converted warehouse oh that's nice so it's so really have, nice so in terms of parties. yeah we've had parties <gasps> it's been really fun but it feels a bit like you're throwing a party oh, and no one's turned up you feel a bit like you don't have any friends or like or like you're like waiting for people to arrive you never appear but it is really nice to have i do understand that where is where is your warehouse is it in london somewhere yeah it's in tottenham um near seven sisters station nice seven sisters it's a little bit like six queens it's, that's why i chose it um were you tempted to lock down with toby so that you could write together and be in the same room yes we were we were but then also like it just felt like living together and working together and only being able to socialize with each other Mm -hmm. was just going to be a huge stress and actually the facetiming has been working quite well yeah, it might have ended the the the, the relationship. Yeah, exactly. sort of like, Yeah, if you, you lockdowns either going to make you or break you, and you, so maybe you don't need it. Maybe don't test that. Don't yeah. test that. There'll be no more treaties. Just the final battle. Exactly. If it, it will just be the Armageddon of lockdown. Exactly. Um. Uh. So, can you tell me, has any of this given you any hope for humanity that you didn't have before, as a sort of millennial gen gen z gen y gen z borderliner do you think the way that human beings are are responding to this or might respond to this or being forced to respond to this might it give us a hope for the future in terms of compassion or the environment or connection uh community Hmm. i i wish i could be like you know what yeah I I kind of feel like in the UK, if anything, it's pushed me the other way. But maybe that's just how I'm feeling right now. I guess, I guess the one hopeful thing would be, you know, with all this like applauding the NHS, kind of makes you hope that people can't be so hypocritical as to applaud them whilst also not like applauding them with their votes. Mm-hmm. But I also sort of think it's the opposite. Like, someone was like to me the other day, I feel like Boris Johnson's becoming the Churchill, and I'm like, I I don't need to have this. I just don't in so many things about that that i don't want to so yeah i I know i don't know i'm hoping that's not true at the same time though i think a lot of his worst excesses are being exposed and i do hope that like some of the stuff like they're charging uh people who are working for the nhs who aren't british nationals a fee to work for the nhs and they're not giving their families the proper remuneration or, you know, when they're dying from an, an excess viral load and things like that. You're like, you know, people are looking at that and going, that's pretty horrible. I think even some of the the more yeah. right-to-t right-wingers are going, it's not, that's a bit much. Um, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I, I d- <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know I, if I'm 
I hope so. Are there mm. any habits that you individually might take forward from this? Anything you've learned, revelations, epiphanies, habits, changes you might make? Um, I quite like the, when you like approach someone, like the default being like respect, like not touching them and going into like immediately, like, and sort of like asking if it's like, is it okay to like do the kind of elbow or like what, you know, that I quite mm. enjoy the like, that the default is like you completely respect someone's boundaries and you don't have to do any of that sort of like, am I going to shake your hand? Am I going to hug you? I don't really want to hug you. Don't really know you. Like, I, I feel like that's sort of like a general ethos that I quite like that you kind of, people are a little bit more aware of each other's like space. That's an incredibly British consent. answer. If you don't mind me saying <laughs> any habits you want to take forward, less touching and more yeah. keep away from me. Yeah. I'm quite like, desperate to hug you. If I saw you now and I was allowed to, I would hug you, Lucy. No, it's not the hugging. It's the you being like, is it cool to hug you? Me being like, mm. go right ahead. You know, like I like the permission, the like respect permission. for each other's boundaries. Consent. Like, consent, I think. You think it's might have upped our awareness of consent? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Very interesting. Because people are like a bit more like, like in the shops even, it's like, if they're going, there's a bit more communication about whether they might be making you feel uncomfortable or feel, I don't know. I feel like that's like an ethos and an energy that that could be positive outside of the like, just specifically being about like two meters. I like that answer. I like that answer a lot. And I think it will help. I've been thinking a lot about the future of intimacy because I think after a long lockdown, people are not going to go back to swipe right, shag and ghost as soon as possible. They're not. I think we've got into our own spaces now. And I, this is my personal theory is we will go into a space where just eye contact is erotic and touching hands is erotic. And I think everything's going to be more tantric in the future. Um, and oh, I think people will polarize. Some people will just do so much shagging. Yeah. Some people will be like, my body's a temple now. I don't know. I don't want to let any of these, why would I ever let a stranger put their tongue in my mouth? That's so weird now. Um, and I, I suspect we will uh, go into a new phase with erotic, the erotic and the sensual and the intimate. Um, yeah. Do you have any insights about that as a very, very well, young person? Well, I'm tragically single and alone, so I don't have any personal anecdotes to share. But my a friend of mine who's been in a relationship with, for five years was saying that she was quite, and she's not, she wasn't isolating with her partner. So she was saying that she'd been quite enjoying that it was like a little bit, it felt like a sort of like spicing up the romance and like returning to like the Jane Austen times because they could only like walk together in the park and like make eyes at each other. And I was yes. like, she was saying that like, you know, usually when they can just like see each other the whole time, it's absolutely dead. But they were like, you know, they were like walking, taking a turn around the park and it felt yes. like unbelievably romantic. So, she, cool. so I quite, yeah, I quite like the return to the Jane Austen era. Uh, uh, just eye contact and chaperones and yes, exactly. absolutely. Somebody's suggesting, I think, tragically single as your t-shirt. Um, so every day on the new normal, the merch store designs a t-shirt based on something the guest has said. And then uh, when uh, then it's printed on demand if people buy them. And then 100% of the profits either goes to you or if you would like to, you can nominate a performer who can't pay their rent to, uh, to get that money instead. But you're absolutely entitled to take it. It is your... It is your T-shirt and it'll says the new normal, stay at home. And then your quote, ex Lucy Moss. And somebody is suggesting tragically single, but I don't know if you want that. I, I would love that, actually. I think that's, tragically single. I feel okay. like I, that's the, uh, yeah, I feel like I've branded myself with that so much. I might as well have the T-shirt. You might um, as well have the stay I, at home new normal T-shirt. I might as well. Exactly. 
But yeah, yeah wait, I would want to donate it the, to the performer who can't pay their rent, for sure. Okay, well, I will, <laughs> I will, I, we can redirect. Miss Diagnose says, I will buy Tragically Single. Who else would buy a Tragically Single t-shirt? Anybody else? Well, we don't know. You may say something else that, that uh, Hannah from the Merch Store decides is, oh, is, sure is better. Um, <laughs> do you have anything that you've been uh, reading, binge-watching, movies, anything like that while in lockdown that you'd like to recommend to us? Yes. Um, so I've been watching, this isn't really a recommendation. This is like recommending someone The Simpsons. I've been watching Sex and the City for the first time. And oh my goodness, it's making me want to go out and date everyone all the time. Yeah. I also, I also, I, I watch Gilmore Girls like all day, every day, like on a cycle sort of like, if I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm like, you know, like cleaning my room, or, like walking somewhere, I'll like have it on the background, sometimes just the audio. So that's just like a, a thing that everyone needs to do at some point in their life is watch Gilmore Girls. But something that I read, which was really awesome recently, actually two things, um, two plays. Um, one is called Scenes with Girls by Miriam Batty. And one is called Superho by Nicole Leckie. And they are both just these incredible, like hilarious, heartbreaking plays that just like had me like screaming in my room. And I usually like... I really quite... read a play. Can you make yeah. stories of those? Because I'd yeah, like Yeah, I will do. I will do. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Like plays are kind of a little bit, sometimes a bit like, hefty and these are quite helpful because one's a monologue and one is like there's only three characters so it does it's not like when you read a play script and like, wait who's that whose uncle is that what's going on but but yeah i i was like really like gripped by them and i thought wow. they were hilarious so yeah big okay them. i'm gonna ask you a question now mm-hmm. which wife of henry the eighth do you relate to and which sex and city character are you okay I feel like you're probably a Carrie, but I don't want to impose that on you. No, I'm a Miranda. I mean, I'm probably oh. a Carrie. I'm, quite, I'm probably as self-absorbed as Carrie, but with the like, the like you're a writer with less snogging than Carrie. Yeah. Out of right, uh, a writer with uh, a writer with a snogging, Miranda. but you're more of a Miranda. Okay, okay. Yeah. So there's and, and... I'm, I'm a Miranda with a Carrie energy. Oh, sorry, what was the question? And w- and which wife of Henry VIII are you? Oh my gosh. I think I'm a Catherine Parr. <laughs> I want to be Cleves, but I'm a Parr. We all know it. Yeah. I'm the one that comes in and is like, wait, everyone, why are we arguing? <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is a fun game. Do yeah. you, Which did are you, you? Did you... I think I'm also... I think I'm also a Parr. And I am definitely a Carrie. But I think I'm the same. I think I've got a Miranda... I, I'm carry with a little a little ten percent Miranda, mm. and I probably want to die, but I have a tiny tad of Charlotte every now and again. Mm. Um, and my Samantha only comes out, you know, full moons. Yeah, twice I have a zero. Year. I have zero Samantha. I have no shame in admitting it. There is I, no Samantha here. I mean, it's it's if you have no shame, then <laughs> you are Samantha. You can't have. I don't have any Samantha, and I've no shame in admitting it. No, no, no. That is that's ironic. My one um, Samantha quality oh, is having no again. shame in admitting it. Oh, hello. Oh my gosh. No shame in admitting it. Boom, boom, boom. Um, you, can, you can get more Samantha as you get older, though. That's the thing you need to realise. We morph and we evolve. And, mm. and we go through different phases of being, of being those, uh, those, those, different, uh, those different people. That show is not dated very well, but it was very no. influential and important in its time. Yeah, but there are times when you watch it and you go... <sighs> horrifying some of it like when she yeah. dates have you are you up to the episode yet where she dates a bisexual man and she <gasps> yes. she's obsessive 
just cannot. It's actually Phoebe. No, it's Rachel's boyfriend and friends. Is the, uh, um, yeah, Tag. Tag. Yeah, is the is uh, is the is the bisexual boyfriend, yeah. and she's like a girl, a young man, a woman walk past, and she goes, "Who are you checking out? Who are you checking out? Him or her?" And he's like, "Nice people, I'm looking at you." But oh, she's obsessed, and she can't get it out of her head that um, she breaks up with him because she's just like, "What if he wants to sleep with a man?" And like, yeah, it's so uncool and unsophisticated, given she's in it's this so sort of uncool. sexy Manhattan cosmopolitan uptown world. And I'm like, "How unsophisticated are you?" Constantly yeah. because they're so heteronormative and they're so it's very strange sometimes and so that but it, yeah the one the episode i just watched was samantha was like giving head to someone and asked him to taste his own sperm and then he goes he's like i can't that's really gay and she's like it's not gay if it's yourself and i was like yeah. this i i i don't even come on samantha. samantha's usually like relatively kind of like mm -hmm. on the money and it's funny because it's like written as if you're supposed to be like Haha, -ha, oh, Samantha with your crazy views. And she's like, she'll be like, you know, gender's a construct. And you'll be like, today in 2020, being like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, right. Sure. Samantha. Yeah. And they're all like, you, ha, Samantha. So your theory is that Samantha's most radical ideas are, in fact, uh, progressive. Yeah, they're kind of like boring, like default views yeah. today, often. That's the actually the episode where Samantha says the famous Sex and City Nine is uh they don't call it a job for nothing that was the one i just watched yeah yeah oh you referenced it you referenced the guy the the funky spunk and okay. uh and yeah uh, yeah that's 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 the that's the episode um that is indeed the episode um so i'm glad you're exploring that um and uh, please make please make stories of those plays because we should we should all be reading more plays I will. is there a feminist cause or an activist cause that we can get behind and help you with today yes so um, I am not going to lie to you. When you gave me a heads up about this, I freaked out because I was like, my, I've, my, my guilty confession is that I've been very self-absorbed recently and not doing as much activism as I should be. So what I did was I messaged a bunch of my friends who are actually really amazing people. I was like, what should I recommend? <laughs> and so I have two things. Um, one which was recommended by um, Tilda Wickham, which is uh, The Outside Project, which is... Um, a charity that's supporting LGBTQ uh, plus youth um, and like homelessness in those people, particularly oh, amongst the time of COVID. So I'll post a link to that. And the please. other one is an amazing person that I know from university called Lola Olafemi wrote this amazing book <gasps> called Feminism Interrupted. And she's yes. the like smartest, most, you know, impressive and like, like fearsomely impressive person that I know. She went to university with her. Is she also twenty six? Yeah, she. I mean, she's like, she's probably the most impressive person that. Why I, doesn't I she know. come on to do this? Yeah, she she should. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that she'd be down. Um, okay, well, I don't know actually. I don't know if she'd be down. We're. I feel. I feel like we're acquaintances as opposed to friends, but I'm a big fan of hers. So yes, everyone should read that book as well. Great. Okay. Well, also, if you're an acquaintance of her, please ask her to come on because she sounds fantastic. And yeah. is there anything, um, so make stories of those. And is there anything in your space that you'd like to show us? It could be uh, something from Six the Musical. It could be a headdress, a pet. Um, your space looks really amazing, actually, because it's a loft. Yeah, it's a little, well, this is a little like basementy moment. Okay, I'll take yes. you, I'm going to take you through my house. God, I'm going to run into the people because there is, there's all sorts of weird stuff. And this is a weird kind of like studio bit that we have. But... How do I turn you this around? 
Oh my god! Sort of giant squirrel costume wow. somehow. It appeared in our house, and these things happen sometimes here. I don't really know how it got here, but I think it might have been like an old costume that someone who used to live here, who was working on uh, like a royal, like a the Nutcracker or something. I think they were like chucking it out, and they swiped it at the last Wonderful. minute. Wonderful! I know. I'm probably hunted down. I think you'll always be the only person to show us a giant squirrel costume, <laughs> not what I was expecting at all. Um, and is there anything else you'd like to tell us about Plug? Um, anything else that you'd like to share um, you're working on or places we can follow you or buy six, the music, uh, the musical, the CD. I mean, by CD, I do mean album. I don't know why I'm saying CD. Like it's 1998. I think you can get a CD. Well, there you go. But I was right. Buy the CD. No, um, yeah, everyone, you can follow me at Moosey Lost, wherever. Um, I think the thing to put, I mean, we're working on little bits and bobs, um, and there's like a video that's going to come out hopefully in the next few weeks that I think should be really exciting that we're working on, but I can't really say what it is yet. But what I would say is that um, a lot of our cast members from all the different casts, uh, particularly like the UK tour, I know, but also like the London West End cast and the Broadway cast and the Australia cast, they're all doing like amazing like online workshops where they like, like teach you how to riff or like teach you like a dance from the show or like teach you a dance they've choreographed themselves or like you know coach oh, yeah. through whatever and so that and it's really cool to see all the stuff they're getting like super creative and like reaching out to all the kind of like the six fans called the queendom so yeah if anybody wants to go and like check out like just like that like i'm sure you can find their links from the six the musical pages on instagram and there's like all sorts of like workshops and Oh, wonderful. And coaching that people can get involved with. And Toby's saying promote your Spotify playlists. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to listen. Okay. I'm trying to listen to an, a different album uh, every day or like uh, 365 albums this year. Or is it 66? I can't remember. Anyway. And then each, each month I like round up the, the best ones and then make a playlist out of it, which is on, so on my Instagram, if you want to check out sort of trashy pop playlists of like the best pop at the moment then you can check out my playlists on Wonderful. my Instagram. And Toby's also saying The Pink Project. What's that? Oh, The Pink Project. That is a really amazing um, uh, Instagram page. Pink with that, a Q. Yeah, Pink with a Q that Toby um, and our friend James have created, which is basically a sort of Instagram database of um, TV and film and all culture that have positive queer narratives. So any shows, mm. anything that has like like... Oh, queer I love characters that. Who, and they and I think the criteria that like it has to be queer characters uh, uh, who are like featured in main characters and they have to not die <laughs> so it's all <gasps> joyful fun, please make a page say. of that please can you make a story of that yeah I will do so it's at My, the pink project yeah I have a lovely um, group of queer women who are all um, uh, sequestered alone um, Lucy when you pop back to life because you've frozen again. Um, finally, I want to ask, because um, you might still be able to hear me, what are you desperate to do um, when you get out of lockdown? Um, and also, I have a question here. How Anastasia. She's gone. Do you think she'll come back? I am hoping she will. I feel fairly confident she's going to pop back up. Um, but do go and have a look at the t-shirts um, because 100% of the profit goes to the artists and some of our artists at the moment are struggling to pay the bills. Hello, Missy Loss. Uh, you have, uh, you've dropped off. Are you coming back? 
Hold on. Let me see. You might have asked to come back. Yes, there you are. Okay. We're bringing her back in five, a four, a three, a two, a one. Probably. Uh, hey, she's hey. <laughs> So the answer to the question is you probably have to be 18 to audition. And the other one is you want to go to the pub. I want to go to the pub. I also want to go to a festival, but I want to go to the pub. That's all Just I want. Pub. I, I mean, a festival is way off. Yeah. But the pub is, sounds accessible. When so. will they open pubs? I heard before Christmas, but I don't know. But we don't want them to be open too quickly. No. We want COVID to go away. But God, oh, wouldn't it be great? Listen, I really would like to have a drink with you and Toby in real life. Yeah, same. Um, and thank you so much to Tilda Mallison, who put us in touch. Did you go to uni yeah. with Tilda? I did indeed, yeah. Um, she, she is a, a very dear friend of mine now. And she told me about you. And I was like, What? I loved six. Please, 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 can uh, Lucy come on the new normal? And uh, she set it up in a matter of hours. So yeah. I feel very chuffed to have met you. I'd love to meet Toby as well. Yeah. Um, and I am, I am stunning your work and you. And I'm delighted to see how charming you are, as well as talented. It's been really lovely. Is there anything else you want to tell us? Um, or has anyone else got a last quick question before we get cut off by Instagram? I just want to say thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you to Tilda, obviously, who's super cool for putting us in touch. And yeah, it's, when, when Toby and I, two years ago, wrote a bucket list of all the things that we could possibly imagine in our wildest dreams happening because a show getting picked up from Edinburgh had happened. We were like, well, we should sure. make a version. And one of them, I have to say, was being asked to be on The Guilty Feminist. So, you could have been on it by now. You should have just oh, asked well, I'm too shy. Um, You're too but... shy. <laughs> well, no, no, so I honor. would Thank love you. you to come on The Guilty Feminist. Um, and do you know what would be great? Because I, I think we asked Six if they wanted to do the Royal Albert Hall. Um, because we, we did The Guilty Feminist at the Royal Albert Hall. And I don't know if we didn't get an answer back or they couldn't make it work or something. Because, you know, we oh, did The Guilty Feminist at the Royal Albert Hall. And we said, yeah. why don't we have Six do a set? But I don't know whether it clashed. It was a Sunday afternoon and we couldn't work out maybe you had a matinee or something. Yeah, there's two shows on a Sunday. Usually, yeah, so, so it might have been that. that. Um, but yeah, well, we did reach out to Six after we saw it. Um, so, but that's not necessarily you. That's probably the producers. So when, we, when, we're allowed, when we're allowed back out, I know, Toby, we asked you to come on. Um, we asked Six to come on at the Royal Albert Hall Girls Feminist. So... <laughs> Um, but listen, we will play the Royal Albert Hall again. Um, we'll play the South. We'll play uh, the Royal Festival Hall again. We'll play all big spaces again, and we will do. Um, uh, we we will we will find a way to do something big, fancy, guilty feminist together. It'll be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, you and Toby can come on the show anytime. Oh my gosh, I'm dead. I'm dead. This is... <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, yeah, we just needed Tilda to hook us up. That's all we needed. Honestly. That's all we needed. Um, exactly. uh, we need a six girls feminist crossover, please. We, we're going to make it happen. We're going to find a way. We're, gonna, um, we're, we're currently it. in lockdown, but we are going to be doing, and I mean, I announced this on Six Music this morning. It's way before it's meant to be announced, but it's not gone out yet. So I'll, I'll tell you, but you know, people <laughs> will have to get to the end of this to hear it. We're going to do a guilty feminist concert um, where it'll be me and um, some of the guest co hosts, like bantering. And then we're going to introduce like a musician who can just play a set and then we'll just interview them. You know, a bit like Jules Holland will interview yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. and say, but like with a slightly feminist lockdown event, um, we'll interview that person. Um, and so we'll have like, uh, yeah, a concert. So there might be something that you can do for that. You might oh be able gosh. to sing us one of your um, lockdown in love songs or something yeah. like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. So, awesome. Yeah. If you're interested, we are going to do, we're going to do a ticketed concert. Yeah. Um, 
definitely so, interested. Can everyone just keep that between 20 and 30 of your closest yeah. friends right now? Don't put that on the internet because people will have to watch this whole thing. Um, but we, but it, we will announce it soon. So yay. Yay. Now we're, now we're talking. Honestly, we're going to be unstoppable. We should do like a little house party with Tilda and Toby. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that'd be so nice. Let's do it. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You've been an absolute delight and a charm. And I am genuinely thrilled uh, when young people get big success because you deserve it because um, I'm, uh, unfortunately, the baby boomers and Generation X has screwed the environment. So it's nice that you get to do a really charming and uh, vivacious feminist musical. Thank you for writing it and uh, entertaining us. And, and it's such a diverse show as well. And it's so, it feels so full of life and spirit and the right kind of feminism for 2020. So I can't wait till it's back on its feet and um, I can go and see it again. It was one of the best nights out I've had in the theatre in years, actually. We just had oh. such a blast. Um, thank so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And tomorrow we have Raven Smith uh, and we have a full lineup next week and we will put out a story about that. We've got uh, both Sister Michaels from the Derry Girls and uh, Michelle from the Derry Girls next week, uh, both, both um, uh, Siobhan McSweeney and the wonderful Jamie Lee. Um, so check in who's on the dates next week. We've also got Jessica Regan, who uh, does our big speeches workshop as an incredible actress and podcaster um, and other brilliant people. So um, uh, check in every day, six o'clock, Monday to Friday uh, for the new normal. Um, and someone's saying you're both changing my life in the best way. Thank you. It's really nice to hear that because we are Someone's saying, we're ki I'm killing it with my guests. Oh, that's a compliment really to you, Lucy Moss. Oh my gosh. You, so proud of you, Lucy. <laughs> says, Dairy Girls and Six, people are smiling. Um, and Toby, thank you for watching silently. It's very rarely that a man sits and watches as his female counterpart takes all the glory and credit, but we stand you too, Toby. And big uh, hugs and kisses to everybody. Cool. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Lucy. Thanks for doing Bye, the new normal. Bye. Bye. Bye.